A new generation has emerged in the earth. A seed in the ground has been sprouting, yet all around everything looked dead. Like the ground has closed every crack that the fragile seedling requires to sprout, out of the unseen to the seen, out of the death stage with resurrection power. But when the Kairos moment is announced, not even the concrete pavement can stop that seedling from pushing through. The trumpet has sounded, and that sound has hit the core of the earth. A new generation has emerged. A generation prepared and released by the heavens. Feared and hated in hell, yet the world does not recognize, neither is it ready for us. A generation coming from the wilderness of the word, where we have learnt how to die to our carnal ambitions, and embrace the mandate of our Creator. A generation who have overcome the temptations that appeal to the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. Our sword is soiled with the blood of our crucified flesh, and desires of the flesh. A generation that has gone through our valleys, and made a decision to join the remnant. A new generation alive in Christ has emerged. A generation whose natural appetite was long overtaken, by the spiritual appetite that declares. My food is to do the will of he who sent me and to finish his work. The king's food and wine is not what entices us, but we choose to eat that which proceeds from the mouth of God. In a world of varied options, we are the generation with a singular sight. We have locked eyes with Christ. The author and finisher of our faith men and women who have made a covenant with our eyes. A new generation fiercely committed to the word of God has emerged. A generation who know that our lives are worth the blood of the Lamb, therefore we cannot be bought with any position, nor sold for any price. We have eaten of his flesh, and drank of his blood, therefore we can confidently say, it is not I who live but Christ in me the hope of glory. A generation that does not take lightly, the greatest event in human history, the cross. We know, it is because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, that we emerge in this season, to establish kingdom lifestyle in the earth. A new generation birthed on the cross has emerged. A generation with the Isaka dimension is here, we know what Kairos we are in, and what we ought to do. The heavenly assignment is all we are here for, to become the interface between heaven and the earth. Downloading all that heaven wants installed on the earth. Heaven looked down for a man who would stand in the gap for the nations, and this generation, in one voice answered. We are here. And are willing to be misunderstood for our faith, rejected for our boldness and courage, and persecuted for holding on to the word. For the joy set before us, we are willing to be identified with Christ. A new fearless generation has emerged. We might not be perfect. Our past might try to haunt us. The enemy will try to stop us using any available vessel, but, like a pilot about to take off, we are announcing. We are committed. No turning back. From the north, south, east and west, behold, a new generation, who will bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. A new generation has emerged, backed by the heavenly host, with a trumpet sounding. Let God arise and all his enemies be scattered. A new generation that has no color, no race, no gender, and no status has emerged. The Ecclesia has emerged. We are the Cyrus community. Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business 
unusual. We are in a journey where we're discussing the three economies, the church, the Babylonian, and the kingdom. But we find ourselves in a place called Hebron. And in Hebron is a place of alliances. It's a place where the sent ones come to bring strength to each other. Now, as we listen to them and receive the word of God, we receive impartation. Now, the question arises, how does the power of the word of God come into manifestation in our lives? What really is the function of the sent ones? And what is the impartation and why do we need it? Now, we are talking about impartation. And I think this is a question that arises based on our last conversation, where we said we need to hear people. We need to see the questions they are asking and you need to see where they stuck. Now, this question of impartation came up. Yes, yes. What is impartation? Mm-hmm. How do we receive it? Yes. How do I know I'm working in impartation? Yes. You know, it's a good thing that we're here because this will solve not just for now. Okay. It will solve a lot of people why certain things don't move, like the questions you've asked, mm-hmm. and why we never get answers. So begin by defining impartation on the most basic level. The word to impart, and listen, we're talking English now, yes. we'll soon move to Bible. Okay, the word impart means to give, to bestow, or convey. Mm. Now, those words must not be misunderstood to be the same thing as giving you something okay. or giving you a material thing. Now, impartation implies something that is passed on to you that shapes your life. Please go back to that. Now, yes. This is not the same as when we say give in or generosity. No. Because in generosity, I give something yes. to you. Yes. So separate the two again. Yes. Now, first of all, generosity can be done by everybody. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Impartation can only be done by sent ones. Mm. Now, I'll be careful to say here that sent ones are not only the ones God has sent. There are many sent ones. Okay. In other words, culture has sent ones. Yes. And they can give us impartation mm. that shapes our lives. Okay. It is passed on from somebody who is carrying grace that brings it to you. But impartation means putting something inside of you mm. that changes you and shapes how you live. So are you saying that the word impart or yes. impartation yes. is not a biblical word? No. The same way we looked at the word apostle. Yes. Because many people might think, I've only heard the apostles mm. in church. Yes. The, but the apostle we discovered, yes. it's not a biblical word. It's yes. not a word sent from heaven. Uh-huh. And that's the same thing with what you're saying about impartation. Yes. Impartation is actually, the, the term impartation is to describe a process. Okay. It's a description of something that tangibly happens. Mm. In fact, why it's such a unique word, it means that whatever it is, is first in the mind of the imparter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then it becomes the reality of the impartee. So you're talking about something that is given to you yes. or conveyed to you, yes. endowed, yes. that is now imparted. Exactly. Something imparted. Absolutely. Okay? Now when we understand that, then we will have to bring it into context. Mm-hmm. Because when you talk of sent ones, we, our reference point is actually what Paul says, and that's why we want to take this from, because it's the root understanding of impartation for sent ones. Why Paul is unique is Paul was not only a Pharisee, Yes. that means he understood the Old Testament and the law mm. very well, mm-hmm. and we also know now that when, when he met Christ, there was a transformation, he became an apostle. So it's important to fully understand that when he speaks, he's speaking in a very specific uh, context, and we want to break down that context today in what we want to call the process. Listen, today we are not here to explain (laughs) what impartation is, even though we'll do that. We are here to unpack how impartation works. Mm. The process from where it starts Mm. to where it is seen. Alright? To do that we need to look at a scripture that will be like our foundational or core scripture for this reality. For I long to see you 
that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. Romans 1.11. Alright. So Paul says, I long to see you so that I might impart. Notice. Not give. Impart. He could have said give. Paul is very clear with words. Yes. But that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, which means impartation is intangible at the time of being released. Okay. Alright? Mm -hmm. Why is it important that you may be established? Establishment is physical. Okay. So let's go back. You started by saying <laughs> yes. that let's talk about impartation from yes. where it comes, yes. how it comes, yes. and how it is uh, delivered yes. or conveyed yes. to the recipient exactly. and how it is seen. Yes. So this is a journey we are talking exactly. about. Exactly. Now by that, by just saying that you're telling mm. us that impartation is not something I listen to yes. and decide that now I have been imparted. No, that is not impartation. Okay. Yes. Now you've again brought up the scripture mm. where this one Paul is talking about imparting a spiritual gift. Thank you. Alright? Yes. Now when you talk about imparting a spiritual gift and you're yes. taking us from the journey of how it starts to yes. where it ends. Yes. Now using this scripture, uh -huh. break for us before we move on from this scripture. Okay. The seriousness of this whole process mm -hmm. is that something is coming okay. from the heart of God. Yes. This thing comes through a sent one. Mm -hmm. This sent one speaks into your environment mm -hmm. and that speaking is supposed to shift you to a different environment. Now, at this point, hold on to that environment from All where right. Paul is speaking yes. because we want to now dig deeper into scripture and see if this has been God's way of working with people mm. so that we will now come back to Paul and now walk through the steps specifically to see one, where do we get impartation from? Yes. Two, what is it for? Three, how do we receive it? Four, what do we do with it? Okay, I think that's a good one, the fourth one. <laughs> yes. Now that I have it, yes. what do I do with what it? What is it for? Okay. So we need to look at scripture to understand this. So um, we'll begin by looking at Moses. And I usually, this story always fascinates me as I follow it. Yet, this story is one of the stories that gives us a breakdown. Mm -hmm. God allows us like, like, like an insider view mm. yes. of how impartation actually works. Mm. So, listen carefully. We are describing impartation. So the word impartation per se is not in the Bible, but Paul describes it as an action, mm -hmm. right? So we are looking into how that process actually works, which we can all describe as impartation. impartation. So impartation is not a message. Yes. It is an act that yes. changes you. It's a reality you it's live. It's a reality. Yes. Okay. All right. So Moses is in a situation, and this is in Numbers 11. He's tired of carrying the people. It's a journey. He actually cries out to God and says, the burden is too heavy for me. Mm. Specific statement. The burden is heavy for me. I need you to help. Mm. And God brings him a very interesting response. Mm. That response is where impartation is tied to. Mm. Alright? Okay. So let's read the response of God to Moses and then we will unpack impartation in that response. So the Lord said to Moses, Gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting, that they may stand there with you. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take of the spirit that is upon you and will put it the same upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that you may not bear it yourself alone. Now, that scripture is a clear explanation mm -hmm. of what Moses is asking for, okay. 
how God responds, okay. how it works, and this is where we actually get the template mm. for the process of impartation. Now, I want us to follow carefully because this particular part is so crucial, whether you're a minister called, yes. whether you're somebody called with, whether you are connected to a grace. In fact, many times what we're about to share can help locate you. Mm. It can help you know how to know that you're connected to grace. Yes. It can help you know how to function with grace. Mm. And so the reality is, even though this is primarily given to those who are going to work with Moses, but it was showing how impartation actually works. All right? Okay. So the first thing we're going to look at is a very interesting statement where he says, gather men whom you know to be elders. Okay. Gather men whom you know. Yes. Now notice God is talking to Moses, yes. but he's telling them, I, God, don't I know all men? Yeah. But in this particular case, I'm telling you exactly. to be the one to gather the one you know. No. So most yes. of the people might think that God is the one who will choose people. No, he tells you, I know you. Yes. But because I know you yes. and I know you know me, exactly. I trust you. Exactly. Okay. And how does this come? Yes. Let's backtrack. Mm -hmm. God meets Moses at the burning bush and yes. gives him the assignment. So we're talking about Moses' assignment. So Moses received his impartation at the burning bush mm -hmm. from God. So sent ones received the impartation in mm. isolation. Wow with God. Okay. Where nobody else knows the conversation, mm -hmm. nobody knows the, the debates, yes. the arguments, whatever, nobody knows the process. And that uh, that interaction with God yes. causes the called one yes. to have such confidence in exactly. God because this is a place where they meet, exactly. where they know, where yes. God introduces himself to the yes. man. So by the time this man is living this experience, yes. he knows God. He knows what he's, he's not about. explaining him. And the assignment has been made clear to him. Okay. In other words, Moses at the burning bush, God is is talking about taking the people out mm -hmm. and taking them to a land. Moses has been given a complete story. Yes. The people don't have this story. Mm -hmm. Moses does. Yes. So sent ones have seen beyond what they are saying. Very important mm -hmm. to understand. Because of that sight, they know who to be elders. Okay. In other words, who is capable of taking us, working with us in this assignment? Yet, as you will see, that is not enough. So, say, there's, some, there's a word you've used. Yes. Who is capable yes. of working with us yes. in this assignment? In the assignment. Now, when God told Moses, look for those people whom you know, yes. it was for an assignment. Yes. Okay. Remember, Moses cried out, the burden. Mm. The assignment is too heavy. Yes. So, Mo Moses wasn't looking for volunteers. All right. Moses wasn't looking for replacements. Okay. He was looking for people because this that is about to be done is too big. And what was the assignment? The assignment is to take them into the promised land. Mm. And as we will see, a lot of other issues were connected in taking them to the promised land. Yes. So Moses is clear about what God wants done. Okay. Now when he cries out and says, this thing you're asking me to do, now it's becoming a burden. Mm -hmm. How do we do this? And God says, choose men whom you know to be. Elders, to know to be leaders. In other words, men who've seen where you're going. Mm. Men who have connected to what you have already seen. Exactly. Meaning, when you come and tell me, for example, yes. that you've seen the burning bush. Yes. You've experienced God. Yes. You've heard that God is saying, listen, go to Egypt yes. and tell Pharaoh that I want my people to go. Yes. You've so connected to God's mission yes. that now God doesn't have to, you don't have to tell Pharaoh, 
let God's people go, yes. you actually say, let my people go. Absolutely. That's how much you're connected it's, to God. It's a, it's a reality. It's God's you reality. You have seen. Yes. And every time you have seen, as an elder, mm. where when you see what God is looking for, yes. okay, what God wants done, yes. you own it. Exactly. A you see it too. always own. Yes. Now, yes. here is where the conflict comes mm -hmm. sometimes. When leaders who are elders or those who are brought together to walk with what is happening, when they think they are brought to a ministry. Okay or to an organization, or to a, a platform, program. or yes. a program. Yes. What happens is that whenever the program begins to make a shift, mm. they get uncomfortable. Mm. Because they did not discern the assignment. If you have the assignment, you can tell programs are temporary. Mm. You can tell movements are continuous. Mm. There's a time we are at, at the Jordan. There's a time we are at Bathsheba. There's mm. a time we are in a different location. Mm. Why? Because we, all those locations are taking you where? To the land. So the the problem, the problem, the issue we are dealing with always. So men whom you be, that you means know. that the sent one must have discernment about those that God has gathered around him to go where they're going. Now we've talked about church, yes. and we've talked about the church economy. Yes. Now we've said that in church mm. is the place where when God comes and builds and uh, tells uh, Noah the sent one to yes. build an ark. Yes. You will find now based on this what yes. you just said. Yes. There are people who will get stuck. With the ark. With the ark. Yeah. Yet, God is saying, listen, this ark is just to bring you from point A to, to point, point B. B. But I am going to point C and D yes. and E. Yes. Now, if you get stuck in point B, is yes. where you say, now, this person getting stuck is somebody who did not understand the destination. Exactly. Because if you understand the destination and you're told, now, I need you to come and do this assignment. Yes. You will understand this assignment is bringing us closer yes. to the next level. This is not a the destination. Next, but there's a destination. Yes. Yeah. And, and to bring it home for those who track with us as a community, you now know that church unusual was an ark. An ark. Yes. It was not a destination. Business unusual is not the destination. Mm, it's an ark. Lest in the near future or far future, the day we get into more definition, you start saying, but I thought we left church, church unusual, unusual to go to business unusual. No, no. They were going to the land. In the land, mm. they were going to occupy yes. different territories. Let's say something here about that, <laughs> that one of leaving the ark behind. Yes. Now, when God came to Noah, he told him to build an ark. Yes. When he told him to build an ark, he told him, it's because I want some, something done. Yes. The thing that needs to be done... Mm. Noah had never seen it before. Never existed. He did not even understand yes. what rain was. Yes. It will come from up. Yeah. It will flood. It will. He does not understand that language. Yes. But you know what? He understands God. That's it. And that's the most important when you start talking about impartation. Yes. That you must know God. That if he tells you like Noah to build an ark for something you've never seen. Yes. You will trust him to use the design he gave you exactly. to build something that you've never seen yes. for a use you've never under, you don't understand. Now here is where we are we are strangers human beings. Okay. Ark did not exist. Yes. God showed Noah mm. a design. Yes. Go and read it again. Mm -hmm. God is a designer. Yes. He gives specifics. God gives such detailed design and then when he's done with it, he doesn't need it. Mm. It is annoying. Because he gave him a design. Yes. Now here's the problem. <laughs> Noah designs something no one has ever seen. seen or heard of. Yes. To deal with a problem that hasn't even come. Mm. They have never experienced such yes. before. So you're building what? An ark. Mm -hmm. To deal with what? A flood. What are those two things? I don't know, but I know God. Yes. 
after Noah has built the ark yeah. and the flood has come and everybody has seen how useful the flood the flood the, the ark was to the flood yes. many people want us to keep the ark mm. forgetting the one who said build is the one who says get out of get the out ark. and tells you i will never destroy the earth with a flood meaning the ark i will is never useless. use this now why are we talking about this yes. because where we are right now if we talk of the ecclesia yes ecclesia are not stuck to the acts that God built. Yes. Ecclesias are the ones who are saying, listen, have we dis- uh, uh, gotten the value out of the ark? That's it. It's time to destroy We're it. Moving. We hear God so much that between Egypt yes. and the promised land, there are acts here that needs to be destroyed. Yeah. You cannot carry the ark from Egypt to the promised land. It can't exactly. take you there. So in every step, there's a sound that comes and says, when they hear a um, trumpet, mm-hmm. they know it's time to fold the tent. Yes. What does that mean? Time to fold the current understanding and arise because you're going to a new place That's that you it. don't know. Yes, and yes. if you don't understand that, mm-hmm. we'll have a problem. Listen, right now there's a lot of discussions on the Ecclesia. Okay. People are overthinking the whole design. Build what will carry cargo now mm. and wait for the <laughs> next iteration. There's no such thing as a complete formula. God didn't say to Moses, that I want you to go enter the land, yes. remove these guys. Mm. One day you'll build a city called Jerusalem. Mm. There'll be a capital. <laughs> he didn't go all that. He, he usually operates with us in segments. Yes. So the first thing is for you to know the assignment. Mm. Second thing, to find a man. Man simply means people. Okay. Partnerships. Yes. Relationships mm-hmm. that can now, second part, stand with you. Mm. So men whom you know to be that's very important. Okay. There has to be a discernment. Mm. There has to be insight that the reason I'm inter- interacting with these people is because we are able to arrive somewhere. Mm. So sometimes there are shifts when people realize, I wanted an ark. You were going to a destination. Mm. This is where I want to stay. And it's okay. That's how it works. God doesn't, is not angry, but God goes back to the one he sent and said, was that where I sent you? Mm. So you're not judged by how people have arrived, but by how you were sent. Okay. So the first thing here is gather men that you know. Know All right. So God has given you a responsibility of now that you know me and you know where I'm taking you. Yep. Now, have you been able to transfer that knowledge to another man that you know? All right. Know to be. Now, the second thing, like he said, yes. is number two is stand with you. People yes. who are able to stand with you. Yes. Now, maybe you need to explain to us when you say stand with you, what do you yes. mean? Yes, to stand. And notice the emphasis stand with you. Mm-hmm. God could have said stand with me, with God himself. <laughs> okay, stand, stand with, with you. you. Okay. Meaning, I'm not replicating what I said. Mm-hmm. So these people need to come and align with that thing I told you. So standing with you, standing wow. with the set one is not standing with the person. Standing with the assignment hmm. because unfortunately, this is another problem. Many ministries stop at standing with the person. Hmm. You want to be like the sent one, you want to be around the set one. No, you want to be around the sending, hmm. not the Wait. sent one. So, when you're told men who are able to stand with you, yes, you here, yes, is not you, Charles, no, it is you, the intent of God, yes. the assignment God gave yes. you, the agenda that God has given you, and this is a mission. Yes. I'm standing with that which God that has sent you. That is what I'm you. standing with. And that brings us back to that place where the Bible talks about, yes. as long as you're with the Lord, I yes. will follow you. Actually, that scripture also <laughs> came to mind while yes. you were speaking. Yeah. An abused scripture. Mm-hmm. I know it has been taught in a way that is actually not the truth in this context. 
The issue at that time, whenever uh, Elisha followed Elijah in the four different places that he followed him, and every time Elijah was going, Elijah would say something very important. The Lord has sent me, me. to. He never said the Lord has sent us. us. The Lord has sent me to this place. And in fact, he was ready to leave Elisha there. Mm. All right. He had left a servant, yeah. remember? Yeah, there was a first servant before yes, he went to Elisha. He was told to wait here and he waited and Elisha never came back for mm. him. And that's okay. <laughs> but remember, if you go back, God said, go and anoint Elisha in your place. Yes. Meaning when you're done, there's a second phase of this journey for him. Mm. So this is the problem. Elisha kept saying something. As the Lord lives, who? Mm. The Lord. And as you live, mm. I will follow you. Meaning, I am following the assignment God has given you. Mm. That mm. is why at the end, he wasn't asking for Elijah's anointing. Yes. He was asking for the anointing that makes it possible mm. to accomplish what Elijah was sent to do. Yes. I hope you got that one. <laughs> Maybe you say it again. Elisha was not asking for a double portion of Elijah's anointing. His mm. focus was not Elijah. It was the assignment. It was the assignment because if you go back to what God said yes. to Elijah, he said, go and anoint so-so king in your place. Go and anoint so-so. Go and anoint so-so. If you follow the track, he didn't anoint all of them. Hmm. They're those who were anointed by Elisha. Wow. So the I assignment think, was bigger than a man. I think this particular point of people who will stand with you, yes. we know that there are many ministers who track with us yes. there are many people who track with us but they are not part of tcc yep. in that way yes when we go to ecclesia we'll redefine that yeah but if you are now tracking and you're a minister now you understand that when you have people around you because god will send men to you there are mm. people who will come to you these people are coming to the intents of god yes. people are coming to the assignment of god yes. people are coming to the agenda or the mission that god has given you yes. they are not coming to you That's now it. if we learn as ministers how to remove ourselves from the picture and allow people to see the agenda of god yes. if they can hold on to that and you will see that ministry grow yes why because ah. people are not coming to you now when people come to you as a minister, the day they feel offended by you, the day you seem to do something that is not going according to yes. their will, yes. they will go. They will go. Because they were not yes. holding on to the assignment, exactly. they were holding on to your clock. Exactly. Now this became slippery. Yes. And that makes somebody leave. And, that, and that's tricky. And yes. especially if they, if they come around you and their greatest power is a present arc. Hmm. <laughs> when it's time to shift the arc, either you will be forced to camp in the arc. Hmm. Because you don't want to offend. Yes. Or you will lose people. Hmm. And that's just the journey of the kingdom. That is why this second part is so clear. Stand with you. You know that happens? And when they come to stand with you, as David said at Hebron. Yes. Because they came to Hebron to hmm. make David king. Hmm. Many people stop there. After the word of the Lord. Hmm. These are people who knew what God has said. It was God's word. People. It was not Meaning, David's plan. The people around us should not be ignorant of the mission or of the word of the Lord in Thank you. this place. That was the because key. Because what, what David also said, if you're, if you're for me, yeah, that's, the Lord. That's the thing. He mm -hmm. said, therefore, if you're for me, the Lord be with you. Yes. But if you're against me, it's not egoistic. Hmm. He's talking about the assignment God has given him. So when you say, if you're for me, yes. you say, mm -mm -mm, guys, 
Not Remember personal. that Moses, uh, who is this guy? Moses said, yeah. let my people go. But he, was, people. Were they his people? Mm -mm. They were God's people. Exactly. But he is in a place where him and God, he understands that if you want to hear the voice of God at this point in time, Pharaoh, That's it. I'm carrying it. That's it. Therefore, when I say let my people go, it is God in me. The word in me that I've been yes. given, it is the word of God. There when I, therefore, when I say let my people go, it yes. is God speaking through Exactly. Me. So the power of standing with us as sent ones mm -hmm. is not psychophancy. Mm. It is insight into the call. That's powerful. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's not about who is closest and who is best. Mm. And this will remove the issue of who is popular with you and who is not. Yeah. Who is, it's about whom you know to be, mm. not whom you like. <laughs> who you know to be. Yes, not who you're comfortable hmm. with. And then, who will stand with you. Okay. Alright? Yes. Okay. Now, we've looked at two major points. Okay. We want to look at a third point. <laughs> God says, once you have those people, I will come down, listen carefully, <laughs> and talk to you. Interesting. Even though they are standing with you, you I am still talking to you. <laughs> Guys, this is important. This, this is serious. <laughs> because now this takes us back. Yes. Remember when God says, let's create man in our image. Why did he want his image? Yes. God is so God that he knows that if I put you there, as long as you align with him, he sees himself in you. Yep. And he so trusts you that he says, I yes. will come and talk to you. Not to everybody. You, no. To you. Exactly. Why I can see myself. Yes. Remember this is such a high demand for the ministers mm. to come to that place where God can tell you, listen, when you gather these people, I will come, I will talk to you. Yes. What are we after? Yeah. The voice of God. of God. So what is he saying? Why does he talk to you? Mm. The journey he has had with you before assignment yes. makes it clear that he knows when and how to talk to you. Mm. This is important for two things. One, that you have to be able to hear God above the people no matter how close they are to you. And that means people, you have to trust that the sent one that you believe God has aligned you with, mm. he has God. Mm. Two dynamics. Why is this important? Yeah. David learned the hard way. David asked the people how to bring the ark mm -hmm. back. And we know what happened. And the people always have an idea. Yes, it says, and if you read <laughs> it, it says, it idea. seemed good to David and to the people. Wow. When he came back the second time, he checked with God and got the design. Hmm. That design, he gave it. That design offended even his wife. Wow. So Different you're saying dynamic. that God gives you an, an assignment. When yes. you talk of the sent one, when you yes. talk of grace career, we are not elevating men. We are no. simply saying, listen guys, God must continue doing what he wants to do in the earth. Yes. And we always say that God is a spirit and he's looking a ma for a man with a body yes. who he can use in the earth. Yes. Now when you go and listen to Facebook preachers, you'll always come back with this thing of, are you saying some people are special? Forget about all that's cheap, That's cheap very childish. Talk. That is childish. You who is growing in the things of God, you need to understand God needs to work in the earth. Yes. He will not walk into your house today and tell you, listen, this is what I want. But he has called ones, sent ones. He says, I chose some and gave yes. them. Those ones, he will come and say, listen, I will not bypass them in the assignment that I gave them. I Never. will not bypass you yes. and go and talk to somebody else and say, hey, by the way, Judah, come here. Yes. I had told Moses to do this. Yeah. But I'm thinking that I need I to tell you. I should also tell you. I think I need to tell you so that when you talk with Moses, you can have a good argument. There you go. God has order. Yes. God says, listen, I need a called one. One who I call 
who comes to me, hears me, and then I send them. Can uh -huh. you see that? You are called, you come, you are sent, you go. This person, God now will not bypass them in the assignment. And that is where when you go back to the church, you will hear somebody saying, man of God, I think we need to talk. Mm. The message now you're starting to preach. I'm not sure it's where you should be going. Because you have no clue what God had said. <laughs> yes. You think God had spoken in agreement with you. Mm -hmm. You think God had spoken what flows with you. Mm. No, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Ask Moses and Aaron. Aaron is the high priest. Yeah. Moses is the uh, uh, Miriam and Aaron. Yes. Aaron is the high priest. Miriam is the one who had the wisdom to put Moses in a basket mm. to preserve him. When they query God, Moses' direction, God shows up and clearly states to them, to you I speak in dreams and, and visions. visions, so he does speak to them. Mm. But to Moses, I speak face to face, meaning I give Moses precision, you I give you images. Mm. Wow. And you don't run by image, because image can be misinterpreted. Mm. Precision is specific. Accuracy. Yes. Wow. So let's be very clear. That, and why is it important? Yes, you have the freedom to make sure that the one you're connected to is a sent one. You mm. have the freedom to mm. seek God on that matter. Yes. You have the freedom to walk away when you believe it's not the one. Yes. But you must find a one mm. unless you are sent. Okay. And that's why we say, who is your priest in office? That's in it. that day, you'll go to the priest in office yes. in the place I have chosen to place my name. And That's in this it. place, we say, listen, God chooses to place his name concerning all of us. Exactly. So find out in this place, is where is this where God has chosen to place his name concerning That's me? That's it. Why? Because the minute you understand that, you will know that, wait a minute, when Moses calls me to carry this burden of yes. taking the people from Egypt yes. to the promised uh, to land. the promised land. Yes. I know my place. Yeah. I God says I yes. will come yes. and I will talk to you. Exactly. In their presence. Yes. So <laughs> they are there, but he's talking to Moses. Mm. Winning, winning mm. even though they have proximity, mm. they cannot hear. There's an assignment. There's an assignment. There's something being said to Moses that will affect all of them, but even while they are there, God is speaking. God is speaking with Moses. And we'll see how that actually works. Can I say okay. something here before we go on? Yes. When God was talking to Noah, he said, now take your wife. Yes. Take your sons. Yes. Take their wives. Yes. He did not go and tell them, come here all of you guys. There was no gathering for this arrangement. Follow this man. Yeah. Eh? He will take you to and, the And park. I have told him. What you will do inside there. God says, listen, even though they are next to you, I mean, this is his wife. Yes. These are his sons. He Absolutely. told him, listen, you yes. take them. Exactly. God is a God of order. And if we don't understand that, we'll continue having the mentality of the church, even though we are claiming to be ecclesia. In ecclesia, yes. there is order. I'm telling you, let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. The journey God, to prepare, God takes to prepare a sent one mm. cannot be replicated by proximity. Wow. It doesn't work like mm. that. Mm. So there's no way it's going to shift by proximity. When, when God wants to do that with you, he will do the same thing he has always done. Mm. He will isolate you he will configure you, mm. he will send you. So all these stories of receive the anointing I have, forget. Mm. It doesn't exist. It's a lie you have been told. Mm. There's a different issue which we'll be talking about how impartation works. Okay. So let's get the order right. All right. Okay. Then the next thing God does, he says, I will take the spirit that is on you mm. and place it on them. Please notice God did not activate a new anointing or a new grace, wow. or a new spirit from heaven. So are you saying that when God gives you an assignment, yes. God, I, I, love, I love saying, 
God is so God. Mm -hmm. For me to understand what, I mean, sometimes I talk to myself and say, listen, God is God. <laughs> when he gives you an assignment, yes. he tells you, listen, remember I spoke. That's it. That breath of life, yes. I will not now come back and say, listen, for this one, I need to do it again to for them again. to understand. The breath of God That's it. that he spoke to you is so powerful that he says, listen, I don't yes. have to do it again. Yes. Guys, when we think of what we are saying here, what the Spirit of God is revealing to us, the power of the statement when God says, I will take the Spirit that is on you. Yes. Whose Spirit is it? Where did you get it I'm from? I'm telling you. God tells you, if I give you as a sent one, that power, I don't have to start all over again. Yes. And let us explain something. When yeah? God says, I'll take the Spirit that is on you and mm -hmm. place on them, yes. God doesn't release power mm. in a sent one without having given him the humility to manage it. Mm. It's not mm. arrogance. Mm. Bible, in fact, if you read the book, it says Moses was the most humble man mm. that lived. This guy destroyed a nation. Oh, yes. This guy could release power from heaven. Yet the he's called... power of the Yes, day. he's called humble. Mm. What does that mean? He can manage the power with wisdom. Wow. So the reality is, people want to chase the power side of, 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 of grace, mm. but nobody wants to know how, it, how to manage it. Mm. To another side, the, the process of managing it is personal. God works with you, my friend, hmm. in ways nobody else can ever see. Yeah. And it cannot be replicated. People think that if you now step up and go out and, and suffer and do this, you will get it. No. Hmm. That is a special thing of God. He called some sovereignly by himself. Hmm. So I will take the spirit that is on you, meaning the same thing I placed on you, I will now activate it in them. It is not a new direction. Hmm. It is the same direction, but it will manifest in different ways in their lives. Okay, so here is Moses. Yes. God has already breathed into him yes. the assignment. In this assignment, he says, that thing when I when you now I take it from you yes. to them, yes. even though they'll manifest different. Yes. The grace is the same. It's the same in. grace I put So in. that reminds you, I mean, that takes you back to what you've just said, yes. that God is so God, that his breath of life will manifest different in all of us, yes. different people, different places, even though you're all going to the same destination. That's it. That is God. That is it. So he doesn't have to call each other and say, listen, more impartation, new grace, new assignment, no. new direction. No. no, Bezalil, when this comes on you, you will know, you will what, know to what to do. Somebody else is beat yes. or something. is like, when it comes on you, you will know, you will what, know to what to do. What to do. That's so the it's, a, it's a divine process. I will take it and put it on you. Yes. Then what will they do when he takes it and puts them on them, mm -hmm. on the people? Mm -hmm. They will bear the burden of the people with you. Mm. This means simple. Okay. They'll get supernatural ability to execute the assignment God has given you now in a corporate manner. Mm. In other words, there's the career. When he releases it, people begin to walk in those things, mm -hmm. but they walk supernaturally. They are activated because the spirit brings an acceleration. Mm. That's now where the impartation is now beginning to outwork. Now, you're saying that when you look at back, like in church days, yes. I can volunteer. Yep. I can be told, come and do one, yeah. two, three things. Yes. Now, notice what you're saying now about Ecclesia. Yes. Ecclesia is where we see order, where we say, listen, you're going from Egypt and you're mm. going to the land. Yes. From Egypt, this whole journey, you definitely need people to bear the burden exactly. with you. Exactly. Now, to take this burden with you, take people who you know. There you We've go. seen a process that comes to a place where you say, wait a minute, these people now will carry the burden with you. Now, these people who are carrying the burden, they have come to a place of saying, we are not mean you. Mm -mm. 
we have the grace of God yes. that you have imparted in our lives, yes. but this grace is causing me to operate differently. Exactly. Now remember these people were called so that they can help take the greater body to a place. That was now the, the greater body coming to yes. a place of recognizing the grace in these exactly. people is another journey. And now we are going to talk about that. Let's expand this. I like bringing things home to TCC primarily yes. and then to everybody else. Okay. So this we've discussed so far is not this is Ecclesia, not church, okay? Yes, yes. Church is where you think this is about us, the leaders, mm. having some leaders around us to manage the rest of the community. No. That's church unusual. This is the whole TCC community mm. bringing a grace to the greater body of Christ. Yes. So those who are standing with us is you. <laughs> I think you need to repeat that <laughs> because I think that now brings even more clarity yes. in the business and usual group. Exactly. When we say, listen, we are all here to bring strength. Yes. So what are we discussing this Wednesday or uh, this Thursday? Yes. We are discussing this particular. So who among you? You understand? Exactly. So we are all coming together to yes. bring our strength. I yes. love that. Yes. So even though there was a Moses, there was an uh, Aaron and a Miriam, the 70 are you. Hmm. Because we all think it is blocked into a church structure. No, it was a national structure. Hmm, hmm. It was a nation that was being designed. So Ecclesia is a nation. Hmm. So we are the 70 of business unusual that affect the rest. It's a mentality. All right. When you come and say, for example, the mighty men of David. Yes. We don't come to TCC and say there are men here we are going to call the, you, you are a mighty man, mm. you are a mighty man. It's a, it's a, it's a dimension. corporate yes. dimension yes. which we all imbibe, which exactly. we all say, listen, I need this mentality yes. of the mighty men in, uh, 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 embedded in my life. Yes. Okay? Yes. So if you come and think that the Bible today is talking about, for example, if you say uh, the Daniels. The Daniels is not one, two, you five are Daniels, no. and you, you are Josephs. It's a corporate, it's an, okay. corporate. To put it in a language now that we are using, yes. it's an impartation. Okay. It's to an the body. To the body. Okay. You access it, you function in it, and your functioning in it causes it also to affect the rest of the body. So it's crucial to notice so far. At the time God is talking to Moses, where are they? For us to understand this impartation they are being given, and why is it important to us? Mm. Yes. It is crucial to remember that right now, right where this conversation is going on in Numbers, they are on their way to where? To possess the, the land. land. Yes. It is in this same place that something called the power to produce wealth will be released. It is in this place that they are going in. So, the assignment has not changed. Mm. Too many times we think all this that has been discussed, sadly, is for operating in church. Mm. No, it isn't. God wasn't... The temple has its priests. Yes. All this they were being told. Appoint men. God didn't tell him appoint priests. Mm. So this is now for the city operations, yes. not the temple. No. And that is where we talked about uh, church unusual, where we said in church unusual, we, t we dealt more on a church, on our temple mentality. Yes. In business unusual, it's for the nations yes, to build the, city the nations. When you talk about the city, you're talking about establishing systems out there. Yes. So in thesis, when you talk about Moses, he's been told you're going to the to the nation to yes. the land yes to the land to and in the land a i'm giving you power yes. to create wealth i hope yes. you know 
that that is the same place that scripture is operating. That's right. When he's talking from. about them and telling them, I'll yes. give you power to create wealth. This is where the story is. This is what they are being told. This is why they need the yes. 70. Yes. This is why he, the spirit is being taken of him yes. and placed on them. others. Mm. This is where impartation mm. is needed. Mm. That's why we took this context specifically yes. for us to understand. I could have drawn it from any other part of scripture, but this was more important because it, it fits into the prophetic yes. and the proceeding we are living in, mm. reality of today and the journey that god has taken him through yes he tells him listen you'll be able to bear this with them you'll not yes. do it alone exactly. you'll not bear this burden yes. alone so as you're going to the city yes there's a corporate a movement yes mm -hmm. in fact it is seen in that same scripture the 70 elders began to prophesy something they could not do before mm. meaning a supernatural capacity came upon them, yes. the impartation enabled them to take on greater responsibility, to support what Moses was doing, mm. to minister to the people, to release power, to function in a more powerful way. So there was a transferring of something that was only in Moses, okay. that we, we did not, were not able to see, but now that it was in the seventh, it became more manifest. Mm. So when Moses cried for people to help him with the burden, he wasn't asking for other Moseses to stand alongside and preach with him. Neither is he asking for people to come and be cloned to become like him, exactly. work like him. Otherwise, yes. how will you fulfill this? In the yes. city, we don't want clones. We want people standing in their capacity exactly. and each of them bringing down. Yes. Like in this, like what you say when we enter the land, you bring giants. Exactly. You bring giants. Go like like uh, Caleb. Yes. What does he say? Give me my mountain. Give me my mountain. Even though he received the same spirit same. from Moses. Remember, he was one of the 70. Yes. I will take my mountain. And it manifests different. I yes. think here you need to talk about eh, why do we sometimes, we now, I'm talking about us, mm. sometimes when we hear of something that God has told us, yes. we take it with so much, and we talked about this in the last conversation, where mm. we take something and we run with it. Yes. You've seen the assignment, yep. you've understood the parameters mm -hmm. that you're supposed to operate, mm -hmm. and now you're running with it. Mm. Now, our joy is when you reach a place where you say, that impartation yes. comes to another person mm. who is able to learn how to use in your life, yes. to say, wait, I've learned how to take the word of God, uh -huh. and I run with it. So when yes. you talk of an instruction, and you're running with your instruction, you're saying, listen, have that, do you call that now tenacity? Where when yes. you hold the word of God, yeah. you're not letting go. Listen, you need to know that our tenacity is not sheer hard-headedness. <laughs> <laughs> you will get exhausted. <laughs> it is coming from a place of so living by impartation, seeing how God, when he speaks to you, and you walk in that reality, it manifests. You come to a place where we have an understanding that once the impartation is clear, the outcome is guaranteed. Mm. That we know. Okay. So we don't even need. That's why Noah, the Bible says, by faith Noah. Yes. That term by faith, mm. built an ark. That mm. term means when impartation kicks in, yes. you operate in a dimension called faith. And That's that faith is. now is when when people try to define you, they're like, okay, I'm not understanding you. Sometimes they'll call <laughs> you careless. Sometimes they'll call you foolish. Yes. Sometimes they'll tell you, listen, we are waiting for you here because you'll hit the wall and you'll come back bouncing here. Uh -huh. Why? Because what you're doing now yes. is because you've seen something in God that nobody else has seen. Yes. If you try to tell Moses, don't go to Egypt, yes. he'll tell you, listen, I saw a burning bush. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't. So people who did not see your experience with God now try to manage your work with God. Listen, I put down a serpent when you're not there. <laughs> I picked it up when yes, you're not guys. there. Yes, guys. So the things I know yes. are so different mm. that you cannot stop me from what you've not seen but mm. I've already walked in. Mm. 
So the big question we ask, since now we know that impartation is a technology released into others' life, how is this thing released? And I think that is important for us to get. Okay. How is impartation released? released. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, let's be a bit scientific. Let's call impartation a technology. A technology that comes from one, released to another, and that person is able to function. Mm. But how does the one releasing it release it? First, it comes from a sent one. And we've been defining so far. But a sent one is that person who has been called by God, mm -hmm. taken aside. Mm -hmm. God has breathed something into him. Mm -hmm. That thing is called the word with which he has been sent. The word is not a singular thing. It's a continuous unfolding of the purposes of God. So he carries it. When he comes, he comes to you. But how is it transferred? It is transferred by being spoken. Okay. By being spoken. Mm. Listen, guys. In the Old Testament, we are given symbols. People used to lay hands on people. We still do. But can we agree? Even when the prophet was anointing a king, the oil had nothing. Mm, there was nothing in the oil. Absolutely it's, nothing. That is just a catalyst. Yes, and it was just a symbolism a symbol, yeah. of what God has said for everybody to see what God had transferred in the spirit mm. into the man. Yeah. So he did that so that people recognize what is going on. So today, even if we lay hands on you, can I be honest? Mm. There's nothing being transferred. Yes. It is a word that is transferred. The word is where the power yes. is. Yes. The word. Now, you said something before mm. you go on. Mm -hmm. People used oil. Yes. Now, God knew from where they are coming from. Yes. From what man has experienced. Yes. I'm trying to redeem him. Remember, God is not competing mm. with you. So he says, listen, if the oil will cause you to even believe this, and take it more seriously, let's do it. Yes. And God allowed it. Because yes. somebody will ask, there's a season, especially I think in the faith movement, mm -hmm. where the oil, in the morning I'll put oil. And guess what? I went and got a job. Somebody else will tell you, listen, I was carrying a handkerchief. And when I went, I got favor. And God tells you, listen, in that time of weakness, God will wink. Why? Because he's telling you, I love you so much. Yes. If we have to use the oil for you to get closer to me so that you can become who you're supposed to be, yes. let's do it. And let me tell you, even then, God did not work through the oil. Yeah. God is not confused. It, it doesn't is, change. Yes. It was the word that the sent one gave you. Yes. The word the sent one told you, if you go, you'll do this. So you took the oil and you thought it was the oil. You remember those days you'd go to offices with oil and you'll be sitting there and wondering, everybody coming for an interview has oil. Why? Because you received a word. Listen, you have favor. Doors will open for you. This will happen. And therefore you're like, you know what? Oil. But the oil is not the thing. It is the word I'm carrying. Yes. When I walk into that office with my oil on my face, I know inside of me I'm saying one thing. I can never fail. I received a word that, listen, it's my season. It's time to favor Zion. Yes. Yay! The time is now. But we used the oil. It was the oil. Yeah. It was always the word. Mm. So, we've told you, impartation yes. is released by the word. Now, give me two things about the word that we've taught. Okay. If you've been tracking with us. There is what is called the prophetic word. And there is what is called the proceeding word. Yes. Impartation comes from the proceeding word. I'll say that again. Mm hmm Man shall not live by right. bread, but by the proceeding word. Jesus did not say man will live by the prophetic word. Mm. Please, maybe for those who are joining us, or maybe yes. even those who have been there, but they have not understood yes. the difference between a prophetic word and a proceeding word. Okay. If I was to put it in a, in a frame, in a statement, mm -hmm. the prophetic word is what gives us insight into the times 
and the seasons that we live in. Okay. The prophetic word tells us the future and what it looks like. Okay. The, the prophetic word prepares us for the future and for the times we live in. Okay? The proceeding word gives us the power to live in what the prophetic word has informed us. All right. <laughs> so, yes. God says I'm taking you to the, to the land. To the promised land. Prophet. Prophecy. They have seen a prophetic word. Yes. They have seen prophetically that is where we are going. Yes. But proceeding word yes. is the instruction Thank they you. receive on their way to the prophetic word. On, on their way to the land. Basis. So on a daily uh, basis, yes. the Bible says, listen, uh, uh, Moses, at this point in time, tell them to stand here. Mm -hmm. Stand here and see the salvation of the Lord. That is the proceeding That's word. That's a proceeding word. Now yes. you don't say, by the way, we have a prophetic word. We will reach there. Therefore, I need no word here. You need the word. The proceeding word is yes. what is a, is actually like the the platform you are standing on that takes you closer mm -hmm. and closer to fulfilling the prophetic yes. word. Yes. So the proceeding word yes. is not also one word which carries you all through. That's no. what's called proceeding. Proceeding. Yes. Present and continuous. Mm. The prophetic word gives you insight, framework. The okay. land you're going to is a land with this, is a land with that, is a land you've not seen it. Mm. It's a prophetic word God is giving it's a yes. very true word. Mm. That's why you go and say it is true yes. exactly the way the Lord said it is a land with all this. Mm. But the proceeding word that time which they disobeyed was let us go in. And they didn't go. So when even though God told them I'm taking you to the land, yes. to a land that is Flowing with milk and honey, yes. he tells them, now I need this to, people uh, People went in. Yes. And God tells them, you need to take the city. Yes. But uh, the land, when they come back, they say, we can't. Yes. Against the proceeding word. That's where the problem lies. So there's a proceeding word yes. which tells you, you can take the city. Exactly. But you listen to the proceeding word and you look at the reality of the land right now. Yes. And you're like, listen, Jericho is all hmm. shut up. Yes. We cannot enter. Yes. But the proceeding word has said, you can enter. That's it. People. It takes a believer, it takes belief okay. to receive a prophetic word, mm. but it takes faith <laughs> to walk in a proceeding word. That's our word today. <laughs> <laughs> I think that has come you so get. clear to me yes. yet again. Yes, it takes belief. Okay. They believed God. Mm. Everybody believes. Do you believe I can heal you? Yes. yes. Do you believe I can bless you? Yes. yes. Do you believe I can give you power mm -hmm. to produce wealth? Yes. It takes belief to receive the prophetic word. Okay. But it takes faith faith to walk. It takes pro uh, faith to walk in the proceeding word. Mm. When you're walking the proceeding word is when you're operating faith. by faith. Yes. Okay. So today there are many believers who can say, we know that God is establishing the ecclesia. Yes. We know that. Yes. We know that God has sent, called sent ones. Mm. We know that. Hmm. We know and we believe yes. that God has his word in the sent ones. Thank you. Now the faith yes. is to hear the word mm. and extract an instruction. That's when it. When I extract my instruction, walking in that yes. is where we are getting stuck that because of faith. That's where you are. Hmm. So the hmm. impartation does not release the prophetic word. Okay. The prophetic word is a revelation from God. Okay. He opens the eyes of the prophet to see and the prophet begins to proclaim what they see. Yes. But the sent one carries the proceeding word. Hmm. Impartation is in the proceeding word, not in the prophetic word. Okay. People think there is impartation in the prophetic word. Because I prophesied and told you that things are going to work out, you're still waiting. Hmm. No, I gave you an insight on the environment that you're supposed to operate in. I told you about the land. So in the prophecy, 
I could receive a prophetic word yes. which shows me where God is taking me. The bigger me. picture. God tells you this is who you're becoming. This yes. is what I'm creating out of you. Yes. This is who I'm shaping you to be. Yes. You've had the prophetic, the yes. bigger picture. Yes. Now you will need the proceeding word exactly. to become this person. Exactly. So there are many people who are holding on the to, to the prophetic. But they and don't they have keep a proceeding declaring word. it. They yeah. keep confessing it, but it's not coming to pass. And they say the word does not work. Listen, without a proceeding word, mm -hmm. you can't tell where you are in the prophetic wow. word. You see, what made the tribe of Issachar superior mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was they had both. They understood the times and the seasons prophetic. And what Israel ought to do proceeding. Mm. The impartation is in the proceeding word. Listen and listen again. Yes. The impartation is in a proceeding word. A sent one carries a proceeding word. Okay. So that is what, if, if it was just a prophetic word that they are going into the land, God should have left them alone until they arrive. Hmm. Why did you need Moses to give them instructions on how to operate? Hmm. They needed a proceeding word to get there. You cannot navigate a prophetic word without a proceeding word. Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like, and follow us on our social media handles, The Cyrus Community on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, May you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.